Welcome to the debut episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. I'm your host, Chris Sampson, and we are so excited you could join us as we present the brightest emerging and breaking artists in music. Our very first Joy Sounds artist is Rozzy. Rozzy is a powerhouse vocalist who lets us in on her personal life just a little bit through her most recent record, Bad Together. We talk with Rozzy about how sharing her vulnerability creates a deeper connection with her audience. We also talk about how she gave herself permission to simply live her life so she could grow as an artist. She also gives three intimate and deeply emotional live performances from the Joy Sound Studio of her songs Joshua Tree, Bad Together, and Never Over You. I couldn't think of a better way to kick off our podcast. So please welcome our Joy Sounds debut guest, Rozzy. She makes music you need to know. Hello. Welcome to Joy Sounds. So great to have you here. I'm so happy to be yeah. here. And thank you uh, for squeezing us in. You've been on yeah. the road. Yeah. I'm half asleep and in the fun Yeah, way. yeah. yeah. You're like, you're like um, in between road dates, right? Yes, exactly. So, where you been? So I just did a quick little run with Scary Pockets, which is like How a- How fun is it that? It was really fun. It's just like an LA scene, obviously, that yeah. got banned. Um, and that was great because it was kind of, I haven't been on tour in a while. So it kind of reminded me like what tour feels like because it's been a second. Right, right. Uh, but I'm going out with Betty Who. I'm opening for her next month in May. And then I'm going out with American Authors and OAR in August. Oh, wow. So your yeah. summer is taken up. You're, I'm you're booked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. You like being on the road? I love being on the road. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, it's a certain kind of tired that I, that is really specific. I'm sure you remember. I mean, it's like a it. certain kind of exhaustion. But um, I think my favorite thing on planet Earth is the feeling of connecting to strangers right. <laughs> through music. And that's just like the most, vis- I mean, that's that's the fastest way to feel it. Right, so, right. I love that. But 80% of it is getting there. Exactly. For that, for that one, <laughs> yeah. you know, for those moments. So yeah, yeah. You, you do have to kind of preserve yourself. For right? sure, yeah. yeah through all tough. of that. What's, what's your threshold? Is it like, can you... You do a month on the road. What's the um, the longest I have been on tour is six weeks. Um, That's a good one. That was long. I mean, I think I was like twenty two or twenty four, maybe, and so I just it was still not that Back I'm that much older now, kid. but it's like it just was so new that I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll share the air mattress with anybody. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, mm, can I have my own room? Um, but uh, I think six weeks is probably. I mean, I have never done longer, but that was yeah. by the end of that, I was like, good night. Yeah. 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 Hear that. It has been so fun to watch your music um, evolve and yeah. change. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like every time I hear a new song from you, we get deeper to the core of the artist that mm. you are. Yeah. And that is, that's been really rewarding. Do you kind of feel that progress? Do you Definitely. feel like you're kind of getting, you know, Deeper and deeper and deeper into that yeah. real artistic statement. Um, yeah, I'm so glad. Thank you. I'm glad that that's what it's coming across as. I uh, definitely. I mean, I think it's funny. I just put out my first album like just a few months ago in, in November of 2018. And um, it took me a while to get there, I think, for a lot of reasons. A lot were out of my control. But right. the biggest thing that was kind of in not in my hands, but from me was it, I think I'm a bit of a late bloomer. Mm. I think I always kind of have been, if I look back on my life, I've always been a little bit, um, for as much as I knew what I wanted at six years old, I think it's taken me a bit of time to really get in touch with myself as a person, as an artist. And, and I just feel for the first time in my life and in my career, 
like I have this strong sense of self and identity and like clear vision of who I am. And that feels new to me. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. So um, I think what you're hearing is just me realizing who I am and then just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that must be a bit of a challenge because I did the other person that I know Mm -hmm. is, you know, Rosie, the focused with laser beam like focused and drive. Yes. And a work ethic that I've, I, I Mm -hmm. rarely see. Thank you. Which is awesome. Yeah. But sort of put that with this sort of as you call it, late bloomer, that, mm-hmm. that's got to be hard to reconcile. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's why I never even considered that I might be an artistic late bloomer mm-hmm. because I knew exactly what I wanted to do and what I was, what I believe born to do at six years old. And so the ambition and the drive and the work ethic, like that came easy, but that didn't necessarily make me an artist. That's right. That didn't necessarily give me something to say. That didn't necessarily make me interesting or useful. That's a powerful (laughs) thing for you to just say out loud. Yeah. That the work ethic didn't necessarily make you an artist. It didn't. I mean, I'm so glad. I I mean, I'm glad that I was raised to have that work ethic and I I use it all the time now that, you know, I've always worked hard. Um, But it's just, I, I realized somewhere along the way that I needed to live my life. Um, in order to <laughs> be an artist and just making a plan and going from A to B and practicing all the time wasn't necessarily going to get me where I wanted to go. Yeah. And if I, if I could put it into a word, what I've seen with these, this last group of songs from your record mm-hmm. is I'm seeing a vulnerability yeah. that, I, that I hadn't necessarily mm-hmm. seen. Again, it was a, just a different platform. It was yeah. a different statement you were making. And as you kind of drilled down, so it seems like you've, lived some life definitely because that vulnerability um was a new side of you yeah you know um a manager that i worked with for a while ben singer said to me something i'll never forget which is when you're writing if you're if you think of something you're kind of embarrassed to say you're on the right track Mm. and i actually think about that all the time and i really really love that because i'm not like naturally necessarily that open. Like I'm, I am friendly, but I'm not necessarily that forthcoming with stories of my life and details of my life. But I found that in music, I am. And I learned that kind of with that mentality of like, oh, I'm kind of scared to say this. I guess I just will. <laughs> it might be an indication you're on the right track. Exactly. This yeah. is scary. Oh yeah. my goodness. But that's yeah. all the best stuff. Like when I listen, when I listen to music, I want to feel connected to the artists. And and for me to feel connected is for them to say something that maybe I've thought of, but I haven't really said out loud yet. Like that's the gift right. of music. And right. so if I want to be a part of that community that I have admired my whole life, like I think that's kind of the the job is like you say the stuff that other people have a hard time saying. There you go. There yeah. you go. Um, and it's also got to be amazing that when you maybe put yourself out there in that vulnerable place, in that scary place, but then you hear it back to you while you're performing and people are singing (laughs) those words. I mean, all of a sudden that's got to be almost like the trust fall. You fell backwards and they caught you, right? That's a great way to say it. I remember um, my album release show at the Peppermint Club in November, I sang my song Joshua Tree and I literally got like confused because everybody knew it's an LA show. So it was like my people who've been singing me for years and all, it was just like, they knew every word, even to like the second verse. I was like, (laughs) I don't even remember the words all the time. You know, like it was, it was, um, that was really, really special. And that from this tour I just did, that was surreal, you know, to be in like Pennsylvania and then have people know these songs and, and tell me afterwards how it, 
you know, spoke about their own, is how it felt like, you know, they kind of were living through me in their own, you know, relationship yeah. stuff. Because Joshua Tree is one of those very, very personal songs. Yeah. The, you know, again, I don't want to necessarily pry, but yeah. at the same time, <laughs> um, you can't help it. I, it's clear this is coming from personal experience. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, the whole, my whole album, album's called Bad Together. And it's more or less just like a, almost just an essay of, <laughs> from start to finish of this relationship I was in that was like a, you know, part of my life for years. Yeah. And um, Joshua Tree, I wrote right after we broke up. And it was one of those songs that I'm sure you felt this too. You know, sometimes you write like, I really want my, I hope my manager's going to love this. My label's going to love, everyone's going to think this is a hit. This is, we're going to kill it today. This day I went in and I was like, I don't give a, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, of course I don't give a fuck <laughs> what anyone thinks about this song. This is for me. I was like, I need to say this because this is, I can't stop thinking this. And it's like all I can, I'm just, it's consuming me. I need to get this out. That was it. And that's why I love that song so much because it's so, um, it's pure for that Sounds reason. like it's a turning point song yeah. for you. Yeah. Did it, did it unleash maybe some other songs where you just yes. didn't give a shit about yes. what the what its intention was, but it. I mean, did that? Yeah, no, definitely. You know? I think. I think to be honest, I think that whole like a breakup. It was my first major breakup, and I mm-hmm. think that in and of itself was kind of a turning point for me because I, I was so consumed with an emotion that I had never felt before. That all the other stuff that I'm like I said, I'm ambitious and I'm thinking of the goals and all that other stuff just kind of took a back seat because I was just so in this like emotional whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, Joshua Tree is definitely a part of that where I kind of felt it for the first time, like the power of just going with your heart and your emotion. Um, and, and it definitely made it easier to keep doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. And we are lucky enough to have Ryan Lerman yes, here. Yes, Ryan Lerman. <laughs> amazing guitarist, amazing artist. And he's also agreed to maybe come back on Joy Sounds at, oh, at a great. future date. But since we were talking about it, this seems like, a, uh, if you don't mind, this is a good time for us to hear Joshua Tree. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> I'm selfish I always made your problems about me I can't help it I wish I had a little empathy For you But that night that you told me that I don't work hard enough Told me I cried too much Ripped me to pieces Then called it love Oh, and I never handled it quite like I wanted to What was I supposed to do knowing that both of us had enough But when you think of me, I hope you think of Joshua Tree That summer where the road went on forever No end inside for us when you think of me I hope you think of the letters that I sent you From across town just cause I missed you When the worst was yet to come Cause you know I do When I think of you Yeah, you know I do When I think of you You're careless Always saying things 
Cause you didn't mean mm, yeah. Took me for granted And expected me to find the in-between No, no But that night that I told you that I wouldn't marry you Swear I could feel from the floor to the ceiling Your walls came up so then I'd pull you closer and you'd push me further And nothing would matter, we kept getting sadder and called it love But when you think of me, I hope you think of Joshua Tree That summer where the road went on forever No end inside for us When you think of me, I hope you think of the letters that I sent you from across town just cause I missed you when the worst was yet to come cause you know I do when I think of you yeah you know I do when I think of you I think of New Year's in San Francisco Drunk on my roof looking at you wrapped up in your coat So tell me my dear, what do you think of? Don't you remember why we fell in love? Oh, when you think of me I hope you think of Joshua Tree that summer Where the road went on forever no end inside for us when you think of me I hope you think of the letters that I sent you From across town just cause I missed you When the worst was yet to come Cause you know I do When I think of you Oh baby Yeah you know I do Are you thinking about me, baby? I'm thinking about you. Yeah, yeah. That was beautiful. Joshua Tree. That was <laughs> gorgeous performance. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what other projects have got you busy? Um, so I'm doing my probably my favorite thing I've ever done, which is this collaboration with American Ballet Theater's like prima ballerina. Her name's Isabella Boylston, and she's how um, cool is that? Yeah, she's like unreal. I literally DM'd her like I'm a f- crazy fan, <laughs> and we just started working together. We made some music video stuff that's not out yet, and we created we end up creating this like full length show together. Whoa! So it's literally like a Rosie show. It's like me all my original songs live i'm singing up there on the front of the stage and then isabella and um actually there's two other male dancers from the company james whiteside and calvin royal um dancing all original choreography like unreal ballet incredible yeah and it was just the we we premiered it um isabella's from sun valley and they asked her to do a solo show there so we she asked me to do it with her and that's how it all began and um we premiered it in february and it went so well and we're so excited about it it's just uh I mean, it's unique. I don't, we don't know if anyone's done something quite like it. Yeah. Um, and she's so outrageously good. I mean, it's like 
ballet, you know, I think people hear that and they think like, oh, it's old or it's boring or it's like, she's an athlete. Oh, the discipline of that. And you're right. The physical demands is yeah. just enormous, isn't it's, it? Yeah. It's crazy. It's, yeah. I think about her sometimes when I'm tired on tour, actually, because she's, she's like dancing nine, 10 hours a day. Like she's crazy. Right. But um, yeah, there was, there was something about it also just personally that was so moving to me because these songs are like we said, like they're my life, you know, there's yeah. these personal stories. And then to see them come to life in this way that on the one hand, like I could never do myself. I could never dance like that. I could never express those emotions like that. But on the other hand, it was exactly how I felt. You know, they were, they took my words and that they- That is great. Yeah. And I just, um, I have the song Bad Together and they, we didn't, I sang it at the end of like the act one, I sang it by myself without any dancers on stage. And to open the second act, Isabella and Calvin do this, um, this like, you know, I guess I think pas de deux. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a duet mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to the instrumental version. And I would watch side stage and I swear to God, I cried every single night because oh, man. they just, it just was exactly how I felt in dance in this most beautiful, like just stunning kind isn't of. It, isn't it astounding when you've got these, these complimentary ways that you didn't expect, but it, it but it raises the meaning of your lyric. Yeah. It, it takes it to a completely different level, right? Mm-hmm. Um because if you just read your lyric by itself, it's one thing. Yeah. You add music to it, it's another thing. But then all of a sudden you got this interpretation. Yeah. My guess is it's just it, yeah. the layers of meaning were probably pretty deep for you. It was very deep for me. And, and um, I was so happy to see that the audience felt the same way, you know, that they were kind of like could feel the whole story even deeper than just because I feel that way when I play sing my songs live. But it was like this whole, like you said, it's like a whole nother degree of yeah. just emotion coming at yeah. you. <laughs> so I'm interested, like, what's the vision that's developing here? Because is this something that can exist in a rock club or is this going to have to be on a different stage? Yeah. Or, you know, what, what's the vision? We're kind of figuring that out. You know, we, we want to tour it and we're just starting to look into where we can bring it. Um, the only thing we really need to consider is that we need a certain kind of floor for Isabella, right? right. but you can rent that floor. So that's it's, right. so we, I mean, um, I actually haven't even asked OAR American Authors this yet, but we're playing Red Rocks this summer and Isabella grew up part in the time in Sun Valley and then later in her life was in... Was a, Red Rocks would be a great venue for this. Yeah, and so literally it's it's just, I mean, I'm only doing, I'm the first of three, so I have like a 30 minute set, but Isabella's like, we want her to come out and do a song at oh, least. Man. <laughs> and that's just such her, she's for that, she's like, Red Rocks is her dream. So she's like, I'll dance on concrete if that's what it takes, <laughs> you know? But generally speaking, we want it to feel... Um, we wanted to feel somewhere between a rock show and a, and a dance show. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, you want to be able to see, like you, it's, it right. doesn't work quite as well to have like only standing room where you can't, cause it's so good what they're doing with their feet. And like, it's just, right. you want to see it. And it takes some attention. Exactly. So it takes some attention. You know, it's not the, not the time to go get a beer exactly. at the bar necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, like the music I'm playing is like, it's, pop music and it's yeah. fun and it's young and it's not like it's not like super you don't need to be quiet like people could sing along you know so we're we're trying to find like something that's maybe like some kind of multi-purpose art space or something you know like yeah. some out of the box ideas is what we're trying to come up with I, right now <laughs> i love this i i yeah. i think that this could could really be compelling if you yeah. if you, if yeah, you find that you. right space we're really excited right about vision. it yeah yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Thanks for letting us in on that. That's yeah. really cool. That's really cool. Um, well, you mentioned bad together. Is yes. that maybe a song we should also hear? That could be the next song. Okay. But I'm just going to say one thing, which okay. is because this is a music 
podcast. So I'm not, yes. and I know not everyone out there is necessarily a musician, but I bet you a lot of the people out there are. Maybe. So I just want to say that I don't want anybody out there to think that I think that I'm good at the piano. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'll, we'll, I may hit a note or two off. But I just want, I don't want anyone to think that I'm like, I'm killing it. Look, okay. you, look, you <laughs> sat down, you're going to accompany yourself. Yes. Uh, and, and what I, uh, w- the thing that I do want to say is um, I've seen you work at your piano. Thank you. Yes. I, I have I, worked I, for, at my piano. For, for many years, I saw you really drill down on that. You <laughs> took that very, very seriously. It's never really come naturally but i do love it so i'm gonna do i try to make myself do it as much as possible just okay so we're gonna hear bad together with no judgment no judgment and no ryan just me (laughs) all right all right here we go bad together it was the fourth of july We caught the very last flight I put my head on your shoulder To watch all the fireworks light up the sky Tell me, did you know it then? What you're saying tonight? That you're too much of a mess To be giving your best And I'm sorry, goodbye So I'll get up I, I know I'll be fine I, I don't wanna be fine without you this love is no good and it was never getting better but my love if I could oh I would say I want to be better together So I put away all your shirts What you can see doesn't hurt oh, I gotta get out of town cause the city is haunted and you were here first Oh and I know it's too soon to say Cause it's been a week and a day But if you came here tonight Even though you should leave I would beg you to stay uh, This love Is no good And it was never Getting better But my love If I could Oh I would say I want to be better together Yeah, I know that we're better together I, I don't want to be fine if it's fine. 
told you the piano I was playing was going to be just <laughs> fine. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Um, so this podcast thing is new to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I so appreciate you being one of the yes. the, one of the first guests on this. But And it's fun. It's fun. have you ever tried this before? So it's funny you ask because mm. I just, I've just started a podcast myself with another USC almost alum, Scott Hoying. Um, who's we call in, him family members. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott is in Pentatonics and Superfruit, um, and he's an amazing artist. And we're good friends. We met at USC, and we just became great, great friends. And um, we started this podcast that is so much fun. <laughs> Basically, the concept is we're, um, we're bringing on guests who are really great at something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what, something. And we're just finding out how they got great at it. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. And and it's kind of like what we're trying to do is just like put our like Scott and I would go to dinner and we would talk about our work ethic and ambition and our dreams and all, everything we're we're trying to do and and then we'd like get drinks and then we'd gossip and it'd be like funny and, <laughs> and a good time. Hey, we should record this. Yeah, exa- so it literally it's like <laughs> we literally are just like let's just put this on air but invite people we're trying to meet and it's been so much fun. We we haven't released any yet, but or maybe we have by the time this airs. But yeah. um, but it's uh. We've had like unbelievable guests. We've had just, you know, like Isabella the Ballerina did one. And then we had some Grammy winning artists and we've had some reality stars and like some Olympians. Like it's been amazing. Right. Yeah. And and we, um, and honestly, like part of it is just selfish because we just want to learn like some great advice, you know, like how, how to get good at something. It's like, I'm obsessed with that. So it's been fun. It's also the first thing I've ever done in my life by choice that isn't music. Really? Yeah. Okay. Ever. <laughs> You're branching out. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that sounds like a really great discussion um, yeah. uh, to have and just kind of, and also maybe even to see how it does relate to your music life. No, for sure. You know? Um, yeah. You know, to hear about the world of the ballerina and the oh my Olympian, God. you know? No, I, I really do. I really do think about, after Isabella came on the podcast and she would talk about her like eight, nine, 10 hour rehearsal days or... um what she thinks about when she's tired or, you know, like showing us her feet, you know, like oh, I man. think about that when I'm on tour and I'm tired. I'm like, okay, honey, if, if, if she can dance that many hours, you can sing for another hour. Yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, that's, uh, it's great to see yeah. that other people are in it with us mm-hmm. just maybe exactly. in a different way. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Yeah. Um, that duet that you did with Scott on your record is yeah. a knockout. That's oh, a standout thank track. Thank you. I'm so glad you like it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was fun. We wrote that just the two of us, like in my kitchen. 
We were both in fights with people, different ah, friends. There you go. There <laughs> we you were go. just venting. Again, more information. Yeah. Here. yeah it comes out in the songs. But yeah, no, that that one was, no, I could definitely tell that it it, it had that kind of energy. Like it was, yeah. you know, the the two of you captured a moment. Oh, good. In that Thank song. you. Yeah, it really, yeah, it it really came out. And um, the two of you um, highlighted your voices so well. You got the yeah. best out of your voice. Mm-hmm. Scott got the best out of his voice. So you wrote it for your Totally. For your I mean, I think he and I both just love to sing. Like, yeah. obviously, but also not every, not every, like we're singers first, maybe. You know, we both learned how to sing really before we learned how to write. So um, that was fun because we were just kind of having fun and just singing like what felt good, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, no, was, yeah. It, uh, again, it, it's clear in that song you captured a spark, like yeah. a moment oh, with that one. And, and and for me, that actually carried on into the video too. That video yeah. is so freaking cool that Thank you've got you. this kind of like um, private moment between mm-hmm. two people. And then all of a sudden it sort of pulls out and like, the, you know, this is the way yeah. it works in the universe. Totally. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. If, if, exactly. If, if, if any of our listeners haven't seen the video, remind me of the name of the song. It's called Lose Us. That's right. Lose yeah. Us. Check out the Lose Us video because it's it's beautifully Thank conceived. Thank you. Yeah, was that, how did that vision come about? Um, so there's this video director, his name's Nick Leopolds. Um, and he and I just met like through management, you know, they set us up kind of to try and make some stuff together and I love him and he's just so creative mm. and we've made all the videos that were on my last album I made with him. And, um, that one, he had this idea that I loved basically. It was pretty simple. And then that day was so much fun. <laughs> we were like, just could you do it all in one day? All I mean, in one day. That was, that's an ambitious video. All in one day. It was the day after Pentatonix played like some giant show in LA, and we were both so tired. But in like the, again, like kind of how I feel now, where you're so tired that it's kind of fun. Do you know what I mean? It's sure, like it's like well, you got no choice. Yeah, it's so like this kind of well, weird adrenaline yeah. where you're yeah. like, um, yeah, but but and it's another reason. Like that that video is another moment where I was like, Scott and I should do something where we're talking together because we did have the same sense of humor. The whole day was hilarious, even though like the song's kind of sad. We had, we had a great time. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, yeah. yeah. You, then you had to act as, yeah, exactly. if, as if the relationship was falling was apart mess, and yeah. all these things. That's great. Um, yeah. And I, I guess now it makes sense that we've got the same video director or you had the same video director yeah. because um, there, there's almost a story arc. I don't know because yeah. there's a story arc in mm-hmm. your in your record. Yeah. You said it's very autobiographical. Yeah, but that kind of came through in the videos. Yeah, too. no, I think that's you know, I part of it I think is just it's with the songs, like you said, the album is is that way. So the yeah. videos just kind of were true to the songs. Yeah. But I think Nick also we became friends, and so he knew the story, you know, and so he could be kind of creative. Um, he could be he was he was able to be creative, but you know, like aware of like the details and the specifics and that yeah. help them come up with great ideas. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that that, it amplified, things, oh, good. you know, yeah. in that way. Um, what do you want to do next? What's ahead for Rosie? Oh my God. Um, so many things. I mean, I, I know you got the tours right facing you. So it's, yes. this is kind of an unfair question because no, no, it's okay. I know I'm you have always to do thinking. that, you know, so. You know, there's a lot of things. I mean, the, I still, I still think, my album bad together i i i want it to be heard more hence the touring so the touring and the Good. and the show with isabella at least for now is is almost all music from that album and and that story is i'm going to keep telling that one and um that's happening for the rest of the year but i have so much new music i have like written i've already written another album it's not all finished and recorded but um i've written it and i'm really 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 excited about the songs um i've heard other artists say this 
when you're about to release something, you kind of get this like rush of inspiration and that happened to me. And I just wrote like a ton of songs like right. at the very end. And it just, yeah. we tried to make some of them fit on the album, but it just was so clearly the next fate. It was so yep. clearly an evolution. Yeah. Records um, are like a snapshot. Exactly. It's a snapshot of that time. Yeah. And now it's time to move on. It to was the some, next. It's something yeah. else. I mean, it's, yeah. it's still, you know, there's, it's related and there's a lot of the same heart cause it's all me, but, but it's definitely an evolution. And, um, I'm, I'm personally, I've been listening to my demos a lot, partially to, for work reasons, but also cause I love them. And so I'm excited Good. about it. <laughs> yeah. That, well, yeah. that's a, that's a great sign. Yeah. Oh, well that, and that gets yeah. me excited about what's next yeah. uh, for you. That's no really, that's idea really what's great. coming out, but it's Good. coming. <laughs> so uh, I, I you, so you got a, a summer ahead of you of, again, singing these songs, getting mm-hmm. more people to listen to yep. them and everything. Um, is it hard for you to kind of revisit that emotional place? That's a really good question. You know, I didn't used to think so um, because for a while it was really cathartic. Yeah. Um, and it just felt really good to just kind of work through those stories. Now I will say after just doing this little tour now, because I'm beyond it, I don't love, I mean, I love these songs so much and I love singing them and I will sing them for the rest of my life, hopefully. Sure. But I will say there is an element of just in this moment when I'm 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 leaving that phase and I'm in a different moment. I don't love going back to it just because it's right. it's I think as anyone who's ever been through a breakup, it's like you got to move on. That's the whole point, you know. And so it, it's interesting to have these songs be so personal and such real snapshots of real moments in time. I can't help it. I I they do bring me, bring me back. Right. And right. that is and I and it's very important to me when I sing live to emotionally connect. That's like the point to me. Right. So I don't want to stop and that from damn happening. It, you want to be happy, right? Yeah, exactly. Be happy. <laughs> oh, so man. it's a little it is kind of it's but I, my sense is um I, as I continue to evolve and grow out of that feeling and onto the next, they will take on new meanings and become something else to me. And then it, it'll probably change how it feels. Is my Outstanding. guess. Outstanding. Okay. Yeah. Where can Joy Sounds listeners follow you, find yes. you? Where, where would you like them to make sure that they keep up with you? So, I mean, I'm mostly on Instagram personally. So my Instagram is, this is Rozzy, R-O-Z-Z-I. And I think that's my Twitter too. And my Facebook is just Rosie. I mean, it's just Rosie. You can just Google Rosie. You'll find me. Yeah. Um, and then all the all the streaming get, get things. This record, really. Get this record. Get this record. Bad together. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, because that's getting these kind of insights now. I hope. Yeah. Most people go. Oh, okay. I want to yeah. really check that out. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for visiting. Thank you. Um, <laughs> actually, would you be willing to do one more tune? Definitely. We'll close out the um, conversation with a song and. Yep. Get Ryan back in here. Yes. And um, send it out that way. But I can't thank you enough. What a what a fantastic way for us to catch up. Appreciate yeah, I it. know. So fun. This was so easy and fun. Thanks, Good. Chris. Good. <laughs> All right. I don't want to love you, but I do. One more night we can undo. You losing me or am I losing you? I'm so over this But let's disagree right now We're not gonna break up Cause I can't speak if I think you're gonna walk away There's nobody else out there that's gonna come save us Could you just shut up and hear what I'm trying to say? 
Sometimes we get too close. Sometimes we can't let go. Right now I'm overdosed, but I'm never over you. And I know I overthink, and it makes you overdrink. And we say things we don't mean, but I'm never over you. Never over you. Never over you. Never over you. I'm never over you. You think by now we'd had enough. Sleepless nights make fools of us Am I keeping you or are you keeping me? I don't know what it is but I just can't leave Sometimes we get too close Sometimes we can't let go Right now I'm overdosed But I'm never over you And I know I overthink And it makes you overdrink and we say things we don't mean, but I'm never over you. Never over you. Never over you. Never over you. I'm never over you. Hey, I, I would let you go. If I could let you go, I'm not over you. Never over you. Go. If I could let you go, I'm not over you. Never over you. Sometimes we get too close. Sometimes we can't let go. Right now I'm overdosed, but I'm never over you. Sometimes we get too close. Sometimes we can't let go. Right now I'm overdosed, but I'm never over you. And it makes you overdrink And we say things we don't mean That I'm never over you Never over you Huge thanks to Rozzy for being our first guest on Joy Sounds. You can keep up with her and find all of her social media contact information on our website, joysoundsmusic.com. I'd like to also give a massive thanks to a few people whose support and advice were invaluable in starting this podcast. My thanks to Beth Slattery, Mac and Carol, Moira Mack, Michael Aram, Laura Donahue, and John and Amanda McCormick. Thank you. We have an amazing lineup of guests in the upcoming weeks that you won't want to miss. So stay in touch by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also sign up for our newsletter by visiting joysoundsmusic.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you are an artist and would like to be a guest on the show, visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.